0: You have the knowledge, the experience, and the talent needed to succeed. But in the day and age we live in, skill is not enough. Your story is the most powerful tool in your arsenal. This show will help you tap into that resource and learn how to leverage your message to gain deeper influence and build a lasting legacy. Tune in each week as thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and authors share how they've built empires on the backs of their story. You're listening to Stories That Sell with your host, Scott Ramage. Hey everyone, welcome to Stories That Sell. I am really pumped to have uh, Remy Meyer with me today. And uh, Remy is uh, a guy that just works with gyms and I really love his approach. He helps gyms become transformation centers by teaching mindset coaching, health coaching, and trauma-informed coaching so that they can charge more, which is really awesome. It's something that I'm really excited to get into. We're gonna kind of pick Remy's mind about you know what, Uh, He is seen as success quotients for himself and for business owners. Uh, But before, of course, a word from our sponsor. Imagine having a team of virtual professionals helping you get a ton of work done from editing videos, creating social media content, managing your social media accounts, nurturing leads, processing payments, doing admin, and so much more. VAs for Gyms is here to make sure your productivity skyrockets while performing tasks and roles you simply don't want to do or really quite honestly aren't worth your time but need to get done. VAs for Gyms offers a wide range of services that will help you run your business and save you money. Check it out at vasforgyms.com. That's dot com. Welcome to the show, Remy. I'm pumped to chat with you.
1: Hey, Scott. Thanks for having me. Hey, everyone.
0: Yeah. Hey, we just got to know each other, I think, like, we started chatting last week that was fun um and we've uh, we've spent some time online together i got to get be interviewed by by you so i've been really looking forward to this uh let's start with where in the world is remy right now
1: <laughs> i just moved to uh, mexico uh tulum basically before i was in costa rica before that i was in the us yeah i just keep traveling the world that's
0: really cool because i, I was like i just was talking to you i think it was was it this week? I was talking to you this week, and you were in Costa Rica, and then today you're like, "Hi, I'm in Mexico," <laughs> and then you're you're off to somewhere else after a week here, right? Yeah, not sure yet where I'm going, but <laughs> that is really cool. I think some people are probably really jealous, and the other people are like, "How in the world do you do that?" But um, I love those places where you're traveling. So I'm like, "Wow, yeah, I love Costa Rica. I love Tulum. Hmm, that sounds pretty awesome." <laughs> so, uh, hey, so you know, I kind of mentioned a little bit about what you do, but I want to kind of get into your story. I want to dive immediately into like, who is Remy? And, um, you know, what brought you to the place where quite honestly, many business owners would love to know, like, how can I travel all over the world, not be quite sure where I'm going next and live that life, and um, still make a living doing it because you're not you haven't stopped working. I know that about you. So I'd love just to like give you free reign to tell a story. And um, you and I talked about this on another podcast about storytelling. So I'm I'm looking forward to hearing yours.
1: Yeah, so I think five six years ago, I was still an engineer, project manager. I was building massive uh, solar plants in the U.S. megawatts of uh, electricity because I wanted to change the world. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted to uh, to reduce uh, you know uh, global warming. That was my purpose at the time. But I was not really seeing my impact. Uh, And so I decided to become an entrepreneur. I was really into uh, biohacking, fitness, sports. I used to be part of the French national team of uh, crew rowing for two years. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Uh, Yeah. And uh, I've always been into health and fitness, basically. So I was like, okay, that's what I want to do. And uh, I just started, you know, with a marketing agency. And then just saw that gym owners, personal trainers, just needed more leads. And then that would help them grow their business. And I quickly realized that not really. You know, then uh, they didn't know how to schedule the leads. Then I realized they didn't know how to make them show up for a trial or for an appointment. Then I realized that they didn't know how to enroll them. Then I realized that they didn't know how to uh, keep them you know to provide the transformational results and keep them for for a while. They didn't know how to charge the right price. And then I realized that even uh, when I uh, worked on all those uh, strategies to optimize scheduling rate, show up rate, and rate, retention rate, I realized that also it's a lot about mindset. I would say that 80% of your success comes from comes from your mindset. So then we added that part too. And so I went from having a marketing agency to now having a really a transformational program that is really complete. It's not just a piece of the puzzle as it used to be. Now it's the whole freaking puzzle. And uh, what we wanna do with our program is that we want to help gym owners and personal trainers go into a new category in the fitness niche. I want to introduce a new category. Basically we have Know the the cheap gyms, let's say uh, you have uh, LA Fitness, you have you know the big box gyms, the Planet Fitness, you know, those type of gyms. Then you have the average gyms like CrossFit gyms or uh, Orange Theory uh, Studios, Uh, you have you know the Soul Cycles, those kind of gyms, and then you have the Equinox, the luxurious ones, you know, so it's like 10 to 50 bucks, 50 to 100 bucks for the second category, and then it's like 500 box plus for Equinox, right? right? Right. I want to introduce a new category between the average gym and the luxurious gym that is right in the middle. And that's the holistic transformation center. And so that's what I've been working on, especially the last couple of years, where we really uh, try to improve the results that you, that personal trainers and gym owners can provide to their clients. And now that's what we sell. We sell, we sell the transformation rather than selling three times a week. Gym membership. Right. Three times a week, gym membership sounds kind of lame, you know? Uh, and so uh, when you sell, you know, energy levels back or getting rid of a chronic disease or getting the intimacy back, you know, uh, in someone's, um, you know, marriage. Uh, now that's a life change, right? But you don't necessarily do that with a better programming, you know, oh, we're going to do Snatch or we're going to do that. No, it's not about really the programming. It's about what's going on with their mind. And uh, if you want to know the story about how I uh, figured it out, actually, it was with my mom. Um, She was overweight. She was not getting out of her house. Uh, She was smoking. Uh, She was like a zombie. She was mm-hmm. depressed. She was taking Xanax and you know, uh, antidepressants. Um, she was uh, not doing anything except watching TV, basically. And uh, one day, I just had a conversation with her, and that completely changed the trajectory of our life. Now she lost the weight. She stopped uh, smoking. She's reducing her antidepressants. and. Uh, she's not like super, super active, like, but now she's at least going out and working and, you know, like, uh, she needed a heart surgery. Wow. I wouldn't have had that conversation. She would probably be dead now, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not like I coached her on how to work out on how to hit eat, or eat, on how to sleep on how to manage your stress. I didn't do any health coaching actually. you know? I didn't work out with her. I didn't cook with her. Nothing. I just had one conversation that was a 45-minute conversation and that completely changed our life. And then I was like, wow, that's the power of mindset coaching. And I want to teach that skill to other fitness professionals so that they can then have that kind of impact with their clients.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, it is. I've seen it multiple times and i've I've been involved in a lot of gym owners and lot watched what they do and talk to them about the, what they do and those places where they really focus on transformation is where several things happen you can have less clients and charge more mm-hmm. and you have clients who will continue paying high rates and never go away because you have absolutely transformed their life. I want to rewind a little bit um, how did you go from right. <laughs> engineering to marketing agency? Like, that's a, I mean, I guess they're similar, but they're not really. (laughs) Like, what was the, what was the thing that made you just jump from one to the other?
1: I think I have the advantage of being an engineer with two master degrees and being able to do the logical stuff, Mm -hmm. but I was not your geeky uh, engineer, you know? (laughs) I also, like psychology, I like, you know, studying uh, emotional intelligence, I like studying mindset coaching, I like studying, you know, those, those kind of, of things. And um, for the technical stuff on how to set up a Facebook ad, well, super easy for me, you know, like I have no issue with that. Uh, I just needed to uh, find ways to, uh have strategies you know for the to improve the scheduling rates to improve the show up rates the enrollment rates the retention and for that to be honest uh i didn't learn it from anyone else i just figured it out it was just we were just generating leads that's it and then i you know fig- figured out each step just by failing and uh i think that uh if you just apply a first principles you can figure out things as long as you keep a strong mindset, again, you know, I would, I would always come back. To, as long as you have the right mindset, you can figure out things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So so learn through failure, which is
0: a beautiful concept that I love to talk about. Um, and so then you start working and you have this, this breakthrough, this life transformation with your mother, which obviously was super impactful. Uh, what was the next step? Like, okay, I've figured this big thing out. And, um, I mean, then did you just shift your, your business or was there, I mean, was there a gap there where you had to stop and kind of like reassess what you wanted to do? How did that look?
1: Yeah. Because uh, at the time I was doing, uh, I had a commission, business model model Mm -hmm. where I was charging a hundred dollars per new clients at the gym. You know, it was free until they were getting new clients. And so yeah. therefore they were not that motivated to learn the scheduling strategies or the enrollment strategies or, you know, all the delivery strategies to, uh, to keep the new clients. They were not really motivated to actually go through the training that I already had at the time. So yeah, I changed, uh, my pricing from business uh, commission base. And so sure. But when I had clients they were successful all of them while before I couldn't say the same so
0: i this is a really important concept i think that we should talk about is the fact that you you were just getting paid commission on whatever was producing from your service and you realized mm, that's not a good model and so can you talk a little bit about what changed and why you think that changed at that point i would love for listeners to, who are kind of looking at you know the those who pay, pay attention type of mentality. I'd like to talk a little bit more about that, if you will.
1: Yeah, for sure. And that's something I recommend to my clients now. You know, I had that uh, re- realization, and now that's uh, what I also teach to my clients. Uh, it's very important for people to have skin in the game. Otherwise, they're not going to, uh, to uh, invest the time and the energy uh, required for them to reach their uh, their transformation. Mm-hmm. you need that skin in the game so that they uh, so that they follow through. Otherwise, if it's not uh, if it's free or if it's a low ticket uh, price, they can always give up and be like, oh yeah, whatever. It was only that other bucks, twenty bucks. It was only you know, it was only a hundred bucks, whatever. Right. Uh, when you charge high tickets there your clients won't complain as much actually and they're just going to be uh to be happy to pay that price you're going to have that authority that you need and because you're getting paid a high ticket price now you're you're going to over deliver right instead of being resentful with your clients you're going to, to be over delivering to them mm. you know, Like if you only get a, a low ticket um, amount for your services you're going to be like, oh, you know, that client only paid me that much. And now he's not following through. Well, whatever, you know, he only paid me that much. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to uh, over to overdeliver, you know?
0: Yeah. Don't you find that people, like, it's more frustrating when someone doesn't pay a lot and then they're not engaging and you actually have to put in more work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're getting less pretty- and you're
1: doing more work. You're actually starting to lose money with that client. Yeah. Yeah. So now you you get more and more resentful and your client gets more and more resentful too. And it's just a vicious circle. Yeah. But when you charge a high ticket price, there is no resentfulness. You know, it's all about the transformation. Uh, When you charge a high ticket, it's like your duty to provide that uh, transformation to your client. Mm -hmm. And you're going to do everything in your power so that they reach their goals. When you charge high ticket, you should you should try to uh, reach a hundred percent success rate. I don't think it's uh, possible a hundred percent success rate, but that's that should be the goal. You know, uh, it should be ninety plus, right?
0: Right, right. So when you bring in new clients now with this model of kind of this mindset, you're really focusing on 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 mindset and real transformation, deep transformation, and you're also saying, hey you need to charge more? What are some of the biggest objectives you get or the biggest things that they have to work through or you have to help them work through to get to the point where they're succeeding in that place?
1: You know, in able to charge more, you have to improve your certainty in your ability to uh, be able to provide the results. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's not like you just one day you just make a decision and you're like, all right, I'm going to charge more. (laughs) It doesn't work this way because you're not going to have the certainty. And uh, if it's just, you know, a change on your pricing, when you're going to record, you know, your contents for uh, your social media or when you're going to record your content for your ads or when you're going to uh, speak with them over the phone or face to face, you know, during a consultation you're not going to have the certainty that you need in your body language, in your tone of voice, you know, with just your vibe, basically your vibration. Uh, you, you might sound afraid when you're going to tell the price, you know, in your yeah. tone of voice and yeah. your, and your, uh, in your body language, you're going to say, Hey, it's a $1,000, but you know, you're not going to feel like it's a bargain when you're going to say it. You need to feel that it's a freaking bargain when you mention your price and, and to, uh, To feel this way, you really need to have absolute certainty that you can uh, help them reach their goals. So when you tell them, I'm 100% certain I can help you, it's not just uh, a sales trick, it's the truth. You have to mean it, you need need to be in a place where you can say, I'm 100% certain I can help you. This is why, this is the program, This is the price. Mm -hmm. And when you mention all those things, you need to be absolutely certain. And if you're not absolutely certain because, you know, you you don't think they would be uh, that coachable or you don't think that they are that committed or you don't think that they are are not that uh, resourceful, then you don't even make them an offer. You don't even invite them to join your gym or your program. So your
0: suggestion is that with your you're doing a consult with somebody and they just aren't the right person. Don't even pitch them, just yeah, just say this isn't a good fit or like you know, yeah
1: yeah because otherwise it's just gonna give you headaches yeah. Uh, and uh, thirty days or sixty days later they're going to uh, cancel the member- membership or even worse they might ask for a refund,
0: which causes a lot of stress. <laughs> yeah, and this is exactly. something I, I really try to to. Um, Hey, before we get started, imagine having a team of virtual assistants helping you out with everything from scheduling appointments, nurturing leads, processing payments, sending out marketing emails, creating content, managing your social media accounts, and so much more. VAs for Gyms is here to make sure your business runs as smoothly as possible so that you can focus on what matters most: serving your clients. We offer a wide range of services that will completely run your business and give you the one thing everyone is limited on, more time. Check out our website at www.vasforgyms.com, that's V-A-S-F-O-R, gyms.com, and book an appointment to find out more. I, I have had to work really hard on myself with, and then I really try to share this with as many people as possible is that when you do a consult, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you feel the same way, I'm going to give you something of value. I'm going to like, if I can, if I'm not the right fit for you, I'm going to tell you, I think you would be a really good fit for X, or right. I think this, or you need to do, you know, like maybe for us, it's like, you need to go see someone like work with someone like Remy to build up your average dollar per client. And then you'll be ready for a service like mine or <laughs> Yeah. Yep. yeah. And, and that comes off a lot easier instead of saying, Hey, I don't think I'm gonna be able to help you. Thank you. Goodbye. Um, but I think it's really important for business owners to get to the point where they feel okay, turning down potential money. Right. Do yep. you have to work a lot on the mindset of, of uh, business owners or gym owners to do that, get them there?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the first step of our program is to uh, improve the, the type of results that uh, that they can get. So yeah, yeah, uh, that's how we work on their certainty by first uh, teaching them, you know, the mindset coaching skill, the trauma-informed uh, coaching skill, the health coaching skill, the accountability coaching skill, skill, all those skills, and then it boosts their certainty. And then when they... Uh, they produce their marketing materials, or when they are in front of uh, prospects, you know, uh, for sales consultations, basically, they have massive, massive certainty. So, you you need a, you need to filter out your clients. You need to size up your clients because, yeah, you want to avoid the headaches, but also you want to do that for your own reputation, mm. right? Because if you are inviting people that will not follow through. Because they are not that coachable or whatever reason, then the, uh, you know, the word of mouth is not going to be that great. Maybe they're going to talk shit about you. Right. Or it's not really about you, but more about their resourcefulness or their coachability or, you know, what I mean, uh, and, uh, and then they might, uh, yeah, they might leave you bad reviews. So I think it's much better to say no to the money so that then you have only five-star reviews than it is to say yes to the money, but then you know, you're, you're taking the risk that some of the clients will not reach their goals and it's going to hurt your reputation.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, take a little bit less now so you can make a lot more later. And when you're yeah. thinking in terms of money, because a, a one-star review can do a lot to dissuade other people. Yeah. Um, but, and I think, I, I've made this practice where I go look at reviews of companies and, and businesses before I use them. But I also, I look through it through a different lens, I think, than most people. I look through it through the lens of what's wrong with this person or what was the experience they had through like the lens of they had brought some garbage into the experience or they had some unrealistic expectations of what's going to happen. And usually bad reviews are more of a reflection on the person filling it out than the actual company. Not always, but usually. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I think that's a really good takeaway for any business owner is really know who your ideal client is and turn away everybody else.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And and then the, the business becomes much easier. And then you're only working with ideal clients. Mm-hmm. And then it's just a pleasure. You right. know, you have, you have no stress, you have no anxiety about it. And it's just a pleasure to coach them. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, um, I really love your business model. I love what you
0: teach. Let's get a little bit into Remy a little more and kind of transition a little bit because you didn't just get from, uh, and you've kind of alluded to this, but you didn't just go from, ent- or uh, uh, excuse me, I can't even think of what you did, engineer to to teaching mindset. What kind of things did you do? And when is it that you realized that you needed to, uh, or when did you start working on your own mindset?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, by, by becoming an entrepreneur, I had to, uh, to yeah. work on, on my own mindset first. And now I'm only teaching my clients what I had to learn, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, my first big aha moment was actually with Tony Robbins. <laughs> uh, I was at an event and Tony Robbins oh, cool. was, uh, was speaking. Yeah. And I had a massive, massive breakthrough. Mm. Uh, and then I became passionate about working on my mindset um and so now i read books about it i uh i'm part of masterminds i'm uh always trying to uh work on my mindset because then i know that i will figure it out uh the strategies will come if my mindset is strong the strategies will come
0: yeah yeah where were the biggest parts um this is a fascinating question for me because everybody comes from like, it's so interesting to hear what their mindset blocks. What would you say was the biggest block for you or the biggest thing that you were up against when it came to mindset?
1: Well, th- that one I had, you know, with Tony Robbins mm-hmm. was about fears, basically. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> he made us do a heart breathing, breathing exercise. where well, basically, you have your, your hands on your heart. You close your eyes and, you know, you, you breathe. And you just think about all the moments where you were grateful, right? Mm -hmm. And so you think about success, you think about love, you think about friendship, you think about family, you think about a sexy moment, you think about money, you think about whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And basically I was, at at some point I was just like crying like crazy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know like fuck each and every time i push through my fears it's like the universe rewards me or god you could say or life you could say you know whatever belief you have the universe rewards me each and every time i push through my fears it's like the universe is conspiring for me each and mm-hmm. every time i push through my fears and that was the biggest uh a moment that I had at the time, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Fear, fear is—I mean, personally, that's where I had to really work. Was really dive into what fears I had, and then realizing, holy cow, those are what's actually stopped me from. You can look back at, at your experiences and see the footprints of where that stopped you cold, like where right. my where my my successes actually stopped. Because there was so much fear that it was I, I walked myself right out of success because of those things, and I think a lot of people still carry around fears. I don't know that you're ever done with mind work, mindset work.
1: <laughs> you're never ever done. It's <laughs> kind of like your muscles, you know. Like you go to the gym three times a week. Well, <laughs> you should at least work on your mind three times a week too. Yeah. You know I mean, if you stop going to the gym, sure, you're going to lose your muscles, right? Right. Well, it's the same with your mindset. Uh, so yeah, to me, it's uh, something that you should do as often as working out, uh, right. by reading books or listening to podcasts or being surrounded by uh, like-minded people or, you know, all those things.
0: Yeah. yeah and that's what I was going to ask you next is which, what is your favorite way to work on your mindset? I know that mine kind of shifts depending on what, where I'm at in my life and what I'm working through, but what, what have you find found as your, your best resources for getting those things worked out?
1: I like reading uh, books about it Mm -hmm. uh, on Audible. Um, Currently, I'm I'm reading a a book called uh, The Surrender Experiments by Michael Singer. Um, Before that, I read uh, Claim Your Power. It's about trauma. You know, I just uh, love reading a bunch of books. I'm also part of a mastermind uh, for online entrepreneurs. Mm. And uh, also each and every week, I have an accountability partner who is also uh, an online coach, uh, life coach slash business coach. And each and every week, we spend at least an hour or two to, uh, to just coach each other and just keep each other accountable.
0: I think you just gave literally, probably, honestly, like the million dollar formula. (laughs) you you really did you're always learning and then you surround yourself and you put yourself in other people's lives who are going to be working on the same thing as you and hold you accountable right those those are so huge what Uh, you
1: could do also you could journal you know some people like journaling uh i don't do it as often now because i find that with uh, my accountability uh, partner that i have Mm -hmm. uh it's kind of like i'm journaling actually when i'm saying stuff he would not tell me anything that would still be valuable. It's just because <laughs> I'm expressing myself and I'm making sense of what's going on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But what's cool, what I like though, is that by uh, speaking with him, it's kind of like a journal that is sometimes talking back to me. So yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that is <laughs> you know? really
0: cool. Yeah, I found that probably some of the greatest growth is when you have somebody who knows what your your goals are and you can talk it out to and I'll heard someone say like the best conversation. If you recall the best conversations that you had in your life, it's usually where you talked and the other person just listened, <laughs> even though they're not <laughs> saying something. You re-
1: exactly, you realize it for yourself, right? You come up with the answers yourself just by explaining what's going on. They don't yeah. even have to provide any insights. Just by uh, providing the details and explaining, you're going to reorganize your thoughts, and then you're going to be like, ah well, I guess the solution is this then. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The first, the first thing is realizing that there's neuroplasticity, your brain and your thoughts and your mind have this ability to actually adapt and change. And so if you can do some things intentionally to form those, you can really make some massive steps in your life and in your business and in your relationships. Um, Yeah. But I love that, that, Partner, that connectivity, your partner, or whatever you call it, I think that's a that's a big job, big thing. Uh, have you all? Have you always been a part of uh, masterminds while you have been an entrepreneur?
1: Not at the beginning, uh, not uh, when I started as a, you know a marketing agency. But yeah. then when I switched to having a transformational program, yes, I wanted to be surrounded by other people who have transformational programs as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh,
0: so let's, let's dive a little bit into you personally. You travel a lot. So do you have any like things, date, and I'm not looking for morning routine or anything in particular, but are there things that you do every day that you feel everybody should do every day?
1: You know, for me, uh, it's about uh, managing my stress and my anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I have my own trauma and I'm still impacted by it, you know, and I'm still anxious sometimes. I mean, actually, oftentimes, but I'm just uh, managing that anxiety. And so, you know, I told you that uh, I was uh, in Costa Rica. Currently, I'm in uh, uh, Mexico. Before that, I was uh, in Bali. You know, I'm always by nature, basically. I'm always close to the ocean or close to nature. Mm-hmm. For me, being close to nature is important just as a way to uh, uh, to relax. I, by uh, while being in nature, it's kind of like a meditation. Uh, I would just look at a sunset, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's my meditation practice. You know, I don't need to uh, necessarily close my eyes to meditate. I can just be in nature, and that's my way of uh, medita- meditating. And uh, by doing that, then it's uh, it's uh, soothing your mind. And it's really important if you want to uh, get creative. Yes. Because I think that's the most important thing that uh, you need as an entrepreneur is to be creative so that you can hold the vision for the business. Yep. You don't need to hustle all the time. Sure, there is always, you know, there, there is a place for hustling, uh, but I think that as an entrepreneur, it's more important that you delegate the hustle so that you can come up with the headspace you need to get the the best ideas that are going to uh, move the business forward. You know, I
0: believe that one hundred percent. But what I, I really like something you said because it gave it a, quite personal. It gave me personal validation because a lot of people talk about meditation practice, and quite frankly, I felt like I do it every day when I go out and I am in nature. There is not a day that I don't go out and. I'm in nature in a quiet, I'm usually walking, and I absolutely love mountain biking. I love getting further out into the trees and into the mountain and away from the hustle and bustle. I feel the same way when I'm on the ocean, when I'm traveling, you know, in Costa Rica, and you're just walking on the beach. Right, I, right. Yep. It, it puts your brain in a completely different place where creativity comes alive, ideas start to spawn, and then there's comfort and like, you know what, that loss of that client, wow. That was actually good. Those are the things that come to my head when I'm in those scenarios. So I love hearing that from someone else.
1: Yeah. And then you're going to be like, ah, that's what I need to do. And that's when you get your best ideas. I think it's Einstein that says that creativity comes from uh, boredom. I think there is a quote that says that. That is really Uh,
0: good because we're not very bored anymore because we always have sensations and and feedback and things in front of us.
1: So leave your phone uh, at home, mm-hmm. you know, on mm-hmm. off your phone and uh, spend some time in nature or, you know, it could, be a, it could be a meditation, it could be breath work, it could be a, whatever activity that, you know, that, that is going to put you in that uh, state. For me, I like, yeah, I like being in nature. I'm, I'm not uh, too good at meditating. I do like breathwork.
0: Me too. Me too.
1: Uh, uh, But yeah, you want to find an activity that puts you in that state uh, so that you can get your best ideas. Yeah. 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 I'm so
0: glad you brought that up because it's something that I just really works well for me. I've done the, tried the meditation, like the quiet meditation and not moving at the home, but I've really found my sweet spot in getting into nature every single day and being quiet in nature. It doesn't mean I'm still, it means I'm quiet. And then the other one, and I try to do it more than one time a day, I try to get out mountain biking as often as I can in the winter. I love snowboarding. I kind of find my flow state, my think thinking state there. But um, but the other one is, is breath work. Why I love breath work is because I picked up some breath patterns from Dr. Carolyn Leaf, of course, Wim mm-hmm. Hof, that you can do even in a very stressful moment standing in your office where it actually resets your neuro patterns. And it actually- it actually stops and, and creates what I love to call space. And a lot of people call it, you're creating a space between the stress and reality. And you're like, okay, now I I, I can see this in a pragmatic way instead of reactive way. And so I think both of those are, are really, really epic and in, in really folk getting your brain moving in the right direction and staying away from creating new traumas in your life. Absolutely, yep. yep. So, um. Are you a podcast? You, you've mentioned podcasts, you've mentioned audiobooks, reading, which what is like your your if you only had one that you could do for the rest of your life, would it be audiobooks, podcasts, hardback reading? What would that be?
1: <laughs> uh, that's a tough one. Um uh, because there, it's a synergy, to be honest. Yes. Uh,
0: um, I think it's an unfair question. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you
1: (laughs) I I I would have said the accountability partner is really good. Yes. Uh, or it could be journaling if you don't have an accountability partner. Mm -hmm. But uh, really if you want to uh, to really make this work, you have to realize that it's a synergy. It's kind of like health. You know, to me, health is not is not just working out. Health is working out, but also eating right but also sleeping well, but also managing your stress, and also uh, detoxing, and also your mental health, and your emotional health, (laughs) and your spiritual health, you know, like, it's a synergy, right? Health health is more like an orchestra, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Where you need all the different instruments, you know? Yeah. Uh, And so for me, working on your mind, same, it's like an orchestra. It's, It's not like you only want one instruments. You want all the instruments to form the orchestra.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. I love that because I love listening to podcasts and those usually give me ideas of some people I want to follow or read their books. And then I'll do the audio book. And then if I really like the audio book, I'll buy the book and I'll read it. So I think I feel like there's this really great synergy, but I also get a learn so much through masterminding and having people in my corner and meeting with people that, uh, are going to help me get where I want to go or are where I want to go.
1: I think that's also really important. Um, yeah, because it's, it's oftentimes a, a mindset blockage that you have that is in the way of your yep. success. You know, for instance, you and I just speaking right now on Zoom is really not that complicated in terms of strategy. It's like, all right, let's jump on Zoom. And it's, <laughs> you know, right. the strategy is really freaking simple. And well, you just need to have Zoom on your laptop, right? That's the strategy. You need to have Zoom on your laptop and you need to speak. Well, that's really not that complicated. But you need to have the right mindset because some people might be afraid to jump on a podcast. Oh, what am I going to say? And uh, what if I say something wrong? And what are going? What are other people going to think about what I say? And, uh, and maybe no one is going to listen to the podcast. And, uh, you know... <laughs> It's because you would have fear in the way that you're not going to do that podcast. Right. You know, so uh, the strategy of doing a podcast is so simple. But if you don't do it, it's because you have a mindset blockage. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, tell us about your business. What's the name of it? And where can we find out more about it? And, and kind of tell us, you kind of said what you do, but, you know, I want to give you a little latitude to, to expand on that if you want.
1: Well, you know, currently it's called Max Out Your Gym Mm.
0: uh,
1: because that's what we do. We max out gyms. But actually, I'm about to uh, rebrand because now that I teach the mindset coaching, the trauma-informed coaching, the health coaching, the accountability coaching, and all all those things, uh, the gyms are not gyms anymore, really. You know, it's not just a place where you go work out it's a place where you would uh, work on your mind also mm-hmm. and when you work on your health in general, all elements of health. And so the, my clients aren't uh, gyms anymore. They are more like holistic transformation centers. Yeah. So now the name of my company, Mike's out your gym is still true. You know, we, <laughs> we help you max out your business, but uh, the gym is not the right word anymore so i'm about to uh i'm about to rebrand
0: <laughs> have you come up with a name yet
1: yes okay it's, called, it's gonna be called uh holos body holos for holistic uh uh-huh. you know, holistic uh health coaching yep and uh and body hollows body yeah
0: very cool very cool uh, at this point, for Max Out Your Gym, you might not have a domain for Hollis Body, but where, what is, where can people find you?
1: Uh, we, already, we already have a domain name, but uh, the website is in construction. Uh, but so right now, yeah, you need to go to maxoutyourgym.com and, uh, and uh, you can check out uh, you know, the success that we have. You can also check out uh, the masterclass that we have. It's a 30-minute master class that explains uh, our method. And uh, that would be the best place to, uh, to learn more about the, the program. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then of course you're on Instagram. I've, I've been messaging you through Instagram. You're very responsive there. So I think that's an awesome place. Check out the show notes. If anybody's interested in checking out Remy, which you should be, um, I've looked at some of his resources. They're pretty phenomenal and man, I, I really appreciate the work you're doing. And, um, you know, I have a lot of, a lot of exposure to a lot of different, uh, resources and ways to do, um, business and, I think you're you hit the nail on the head transformation is really where it's at mindset is the number one thing that needs to be fixed in order to fix everything else Um, yeah
1: because yeah you know like if you think about it the last 22 years in the health and fitness niche what changed really in the last you know since year 2000 let's say well uh you have CrossFit that had a massive impact, mm-hmm. but th- because they defined functional training, basically, right? Right. But it still didn't really fix the issue. You know, still you have 75% of the population that is overweight, and still you have 60% of the population with chronic diseases, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they did revolutionize the health and fitness niche, but. We still have the same issue, and the issue is getting worse and worse and worse and worse. It is. Actually, yeah. Uh, what else did you have? You had Soul Cycle. They made it, yep. you know, they made it like, uh, all right, we're going to walk on your soul too. But are they really, you know, walking on people's soul? You know, they just uh, light up uh, candles and they put some cool music and they're <laughs> cool instructors and they do choreographies. And uh, that's cool. That's fun but I don't think they are really working on their soul or their minds. right? Mm. Uh, what else do you have? Uh, you have Orange Theory Fitness. Cool. They added, uh, they added uh, you know, the, the heart um, gamification. Yeah. The heart rate, yeah. The yeah. Heart rate yeah. monitoring. That's great. Uh, what else? You have F45. Well, yeah. Okay. That's just a, a simpler version of CrossFit. Uh, but you know, you have maybe now the, the workouts that you can do in the metaverse. Right. Okay, cool. <laughs> you have Peloton because, well, we had the pandemic and Peloton was, uh, was cool because you could uh, work out from home. But none of those things were actually fixing the issues of, you know, people being overweight with chronic diseases. It was just about technology. You know, it was heart rate monitoring, uh, a bike that is connected to the internet. Uh, metaverse, it's about, you know, working out in the Metaverse. It's all about technology stuff, but nothing was about providing results, right? Mm. And, so, and so I believe that uh, that now uh, the one thing that can actually uh, help people get the results is that, the, the, the mindset that they have, mm. Yeah. It's not about technology. It's not a technology issue. It's a psychology issue.
0: That's a good. It's really good. And that's really true. It's very true. Okay. I have one last question for you before we wrap up. Um, if you could go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice that you know would kind of move you along faster or give you a
1: little better push or whatever it is, what would that be? I think we spoke about it already. That would be to uh, go high tickets and go transformational right away. Uh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that would be uh, the main thing. Mm-hmm. And also, I would say uh, the second a uh, second thing would be uh, to really uh, niche down and differentiate yourself compared, you know, to your yes. company. Yeah. Uh, you know, I spoke about category, right? And you can. In the fitness niche, uh, why is that? Well, it's because the the category king, on average, gets uh, three quarters of the pie. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you're not the category king, if you're number two, well, maybe you can you can get you know ten percent of the pie. Right. But then if you're not one or two, you're gonna be struggling. Right. Mm. So it's not like you just want to be. You know a boot camp studio in your town like 10 orders or you want to be a yoga studio in your town like 10 orders or a boxing studio in your town like 10 orders because if you're not the number one you're gonna be struggling right yeah, um, yeah. Uh, because people are reassured by the category king you know why are people buying uh, uh, iphones well because everybody has iphones <laughs> why <laughs> Are people buying Coca Cola? Well, because everybody is buying Coca Cola instead of Pepsi or Dr Pepper. Mm-hmm. You know, even though you could argue that uh, the Pepsi taste is actually is better than Coca Cola. Actually, they did a you know they did the blind test and Pepsi was winning, right? Compared right. to Coca Cola, you could argue that the Samsung phones are better than the iPhones. Uh, you know, you have a you have a many many examples like that where the category king uh takes the majority of uh, the profit from the niche even though they are not the best right Mm -hmm. It just just because people are reassured it's kind of like you know when you see a restaurant that is uh, full next to a restaurant that is empty well you're gonna go to the restaurant that is full always but if everybody did that you know and actually it just started with just you know, zero people in the uh, in the other restaurant, and just three people in the first restaurant. And then you know, uh, people number four and five they went to the to the restaurant with the three people because well, there was three people. You know, what if everybody did that? Actually, that restaurant got full just because three people went at the very beginning. Well, actually, maybe the other restaurant is better. You know. Mm. Uh, yeah. People are just being sheeples you know. Like they're just right. like following uh, what the other ones are doing, uh, without really actually comparing. And so, if you're not the category king, you know, as a, let's say a yoga studio or as a hit studio or a bootcamp studio or a CrossFit gym, uh, you're gonna be striving. So you don't want to be another CrossFit gym in town or another yoga studio in, camp- in town. You want to be the only whatever. And yeah. what I'm yeah. suggesting is to become the only holistic transformation center in town. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Remy, it's been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you very much. Thanks for me. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, share this uh, episode with people that it might matter to. Check out Remy. You uh, check out our show notes. You'll find uh, his, his links. So definitely go check those out and have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to the stories that sell podcast. If you appreciated the content on the show, be sure to leave a rating and review and subscribe to hear interviews with incredible guests each and every week.